the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, and welcome to Everyday Living with Dr. Trudy. Today we're going to be talking about finding your self-worth where it matters most. So often we try to find our self-worth in all the wrong places, but God has a special purpose and plan for you. So we want to dig in to finding your self-worth where it truly matters most, and that is Jesus Christ. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss this podcast. This is the Dr. Trudy Podcast, where together we learn to choose faith over fear, contentment over chaos, where we discover what it takes to live a life of victory. Dr. Trudy Simmons has a PhD in counseling. She's a certified life coach, a television host. She's completed 12 Ironman competitions. But if you were to ask her who she is, she'd tell you she's a woman of faith, a wife, and a mother. She's an overcomer with a calling and a gift for helping others to pull through the tough stuff. Thanks for joining us today. Here again is Dr. Trudy. Hi, and welcome to Everyday Living with Dr. Trudy. I am your host, and I'm excited to be with you today. I have a great topic today, and it's on knowing your worth, finding your worth where it matters. So often, we find our self-worth in what we do. We find our self-worth in what people say about us. We find our self-worth now with social media and how many likes we have and how many followers we have, you know, and we are finding our self-worth in all the wrong places. And when we look for our self-worth in all the un- the wrong places, it leaves us empty. It leaves us broken. It leaves us unfulfilled because we're searching and searching but we'll never truly find what we're looking for if we're looking for our self-worth outside. If we're looking for our self-worth from others. You know, the only true place we can find our true self-worth is in Christ. And every person on earth needs to know that they matter, that they mean something to someone, and that they are valuable. The problem is when people don't get a good start in life, they often waste their life searching for self-worth in all the wrong places. And I can tell you firsthand that I spent a lot of my life searching for my self-worth in all the wrong places, you know, um, in how people viewed me, what people said about me. Did they like me? Did they not like me? Um, I shopped a lot trying to find the best outfit that would make me look the part Um, that would make me look accepted, even though I didn't feel accepted. Um, But that was all a lie from the enemy. In this world, people base their values and their importance on what they do, how much education they have, who they know, what kind of clothes they wear, how they look, their job. And the list can go on and on and on. But when worldly standards determine your self-worth, you'll always be striving to please people. And it will derail you from your God-given destiny. When we look to people instead of God, we will be off track 
all of most of our lives. We'll walk around in chaos and confusion. We'll walk around in the comparison trap, which is such a huge tool of the enemy right now. You know, we'll look around at what other people have and say that they have favor and that we don't, that God must not love us because look at their life. And that is another tool from the enemy to get our eyes off of what God has done for us and put our eyes on what he's done for other people. But when we truly realize you know, who we are in Christ, you know, it doesn't matter what someone else has or what someone else is doing because we're staying so vertical in Jesus Christ that we can be excited for other people because we're also excited for what God is doing in our life. The only way to try to find true security and have a healthy self-esteem is by knowing and experiencing the love of God. I want to read something for you from Second Samuel 9 and it's talking about David and how he's trying to find someone um, in Jonathan's family that he can bless for Jonathan's sake, you know, because he had such a covenant with Jonathan and he was trying to find someone to bless. And so in, in 2 Samuel 9, 8, it talks about, um, and I'm going to try to pronounce his name appropriately, um, but Mish- Mishivas- I'm going to call him um because I can't say his name. So, um, but anyway, and it says again, he lay himself face down and said, what, what is your servant that you would be concerned for a dead dog like me? Think about that. You know, as a counselor, um, I hear it often that people have such low self-esteem, such a low view of themselves. And I think about this, this poor, this poor man, he was crippled. He was lame, but he was more crippled in his mind than in his body. He viewed himself as a dead dog. You know, he 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 was a he was a um, a son of of Jonathan, and he could have approached David with all boldness and all authority, and he could have been living in the palace all those years. But he chose to see himself. Um, as a dead dog, as worthless. And so he lived, he lived what he felt. He lived out his life, what he felt about himself. And I see that so often in the counseling world that people, they feel so bad about themselves. And then that's how they live their life. They live their life as a dead dog. They live their life underneath instead of above. You know, in Deuteronomy, it says that we are the head and not the tail, that we are above and not beneath. But because we walk around crippled in our mind as to who we are in Christ, we cannot become all that God created us to become. And so that's why finding your self-worth where it truly matters is so huge. And God wants you to know who you are in Christ. He wants you to know that you're not a dead dog, that you're not, that, you know, you may be lame, you may be crippled, in your body, but don't let that affect your mind. I think about Johnny Erickson Tata, who is crippled um, from a, a from diving into a pool, and she is in a wheelchair. But her testimony in her life speaks and shows and shares the glory and the power of God. You know, just because maybe our life hasn't turned out the way that we had wanted it to or hoped it to, we have a choice. We have a choice to walk in frustration, to walk in low self-esteem, to walk in defeat, to see ourselves as a dead dog, to see ourselves lame and crippled, or we have the choice to rise above what the world says about us, what, you know, 
and 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 really live for Jesus Christ. But that truly, re, re, um, it truly can only come from knowing and experiencing the love of Jesus Christ, um, and not worrying, and I'm going to say worry because it is, not worrying about what people think, not seeking the praise of man. The Apostle Paul talked about this in Galatians 1.10 when he said, Am I trying to win the favor of man or God? Do I seek to please men? You know, we've got to decide who, what side are we on? You know, above my son's bed is a plaque that says, I would rather stand with God and be judged by the world than to stand with the world and be judged by God. You know, we have to know, first and foremost, to have that healthy self-worth, that healthy self-image, we have to know and experience the love of God. And then we have to know that we've got to know what side of the fence we're on. Are we trying to please man? Are we trying to please God? If we try to please man, we are going to fall every time. You know, when Jesus was walking the earth, um, people one minute were pray, were crying out, Hosanna, Hosanna. And the second minute they were crying, crucify him, crucify him. People can change on you on a, on a dime. People can turn on you in a dime. You know, being in Christian ministry, you know, not everyone is going to be your friend, right? And being in a, being and standing for Christ, not everyone is going to be for you. Even those who say they're for Christ, they may not be for you. And that's why I think it is so important that we are grounded and rooted in God's love and what God says about us. And then we need to value the value love of God. The bottom line is, is that you are valuable because God loves you and he gave his only son, Jesus Christ, to die for you. Your worth is not based on how you look, who you know, or the title of your job. Honestly, those are all superficial. They are fade. They will fade. You know, you here today, gone tomorrow. Um, it can happen overnight, right? Your popularity can on Facebook can happen overnight. You can shoot up and then shoot down just like they did with Jesus. And so you've got to know that you are valued by the most high God. No matter what your past is like, where you're from, what you've done, or where you are today, God is there for you and He loves you. He loves us the same and He wants us, He wants to meet us right here where we are to heal our wounded souls and to bring us out of the messes we're in, whether you've created them yourself or they're a result of things others have done for you. It's so wonderful to discover that God loves you and to find healing and restoration. You know, I spent a lot of my years, like I said earlier, in believing that I was worthless, believing that I was no good and that no one liked me and I had a, I didn't have a purpose in my life. You know, growing up with a speech impediment, a learning disability, in an abusive home, I just felt like my, I didn't matter. What I thought didn't matter, what I said didn't matter. And so then I just went for my looks. And so I tried everything I could, you know, like I said, dressing the right way. Um, and I was a chameleon. I could become whatever group I was in was. But that's not, that wasn't my identity. I didn't know my identity. And some of you may be struggling right now with your identity. You know, maybe you grew up with an abusive father. Maybe you were abandoned by your mom. Maybe there was drug addiction. Maybe there's divorce. Maybe, you know, just the abuse was so unbearable. I'm here to tell you that God is able and faithful to see you through every situation and circumstance. And you do not have to repeat your past. You do not have to repeat um, 
the generational sins of your family, you just because your mom or dad was addicted, you do not have to be addicted in the name of Jesus. Just because your mom or dad went through a divorce, you do not have to have go through a divorce. Just because you were abused as a child doesn't mean you have to be abused as an adult, and it doesn't mean you have to become an abuser. It says in Scripture, when Christ sets you free, you are free indeed. And I'm here to tell you that it can happen. You know, my whole family um, married abusive people. And by the grace of God, I did not marry an abusive spouse. In fact, my spouse was the complete opposite. And I truly believe it was because I hungered and thirsted for things of God. And I sought after God each and every day because I wanted to know my identity. My identity wasn't wrapped in my past, wasn't wrapped up in my family. My identity was wrapped up in Christ. And I truly wanted to know where Christ was and what he had for me and the value that he saw in me. And so I sought after truth day in and day out. And so I want to encourage you that you don't have to repeat the past of your family, even though it it maybe runs in your family, whatever generational sin runs in your family, you can decide today that it stops with you. That just because it ran in your past doesn't mean it runs in your future. You have a choice today to, um, to stop the negative patterns from your past, the negative patterns from your family, the generational sin. You have the ability today to change the course of your life through the power and the love of the Holy Spirit. The truth that God loves you is what makes you valuable. He created you because he loves you and he wants to have a personal relationship with you. He has wonderful plans and purposes for your life and his love is for you unconditional. He loves you just as much on your worst days as he does on your best days. So I want to encourage you today to spend time seeking God in prayer and studying his word. Meditate on scriptures like Ephesians 1, 4, and 5, Romans 8, Isaiah 38, 17. Ask God to teach you how to receive his love and to find your true worth in him. He chose you on purpose. He wants you and he loves you. And there's nothing more valuable to him than you are. And I know I want to tell you, I know it's hard to believe it sometimes when you think about your past, when you think about what people have said about you. But this is where I want you to this is where I want you to stop for a minute. I want you to decide today that you are going to choose Christ and what he says about you over what the world says about you. When you can truly embrace what God says about you, that his love is unconditional, his love is unwavering, that is when you can be truly set free. Let his love take root in your heart today. And I want you to start believing what God says about you, what his word says about you over what man's word says about you. I said it earlier, man, people are are flighty. One minute they love you, the next minute they don't. But God never changes. His word never changes. His love for you never changes. So I want you to really decide today to choose what God says about you, even if it doesn't feel right. Because a lot of times when we are coming out into victory, the enemy will pull us back with what seems familiar. 
You know, and what seemed familiar for me for so long was I was unworthy. I wasn't good enough. I'll never measure up. No one will ever love me. Those were my familiar spirits that were alive from the pit of hell because God views me as valuable and lovable and he has a purpose for me. And that's how he sees you. So back to Samuel, 2 Samuel 9, 8. How do you view yourself? And I want to encourage you to not be like um, Jonathan's son. And when you look at yourself, don't look at yourself as a dead dog who's lame and limp and paralyzed in your mind. I want you to get up today and choose to be victorious. Choose to find your self-worth and nothing else but what God says about you. And I want to end with this. This is who I am in Christ. And I want you, if you don't have one of these and you're struggling with who you are in Christ, you can print these off on the internet and hang them all over your room. But in John 1, 12, you are a child of God. In John 15, 15, I am Christ's friend. In Romans 5, 1, I have been justified. In 1 Corinthians 6, 17, I am united with the Lord and one with him in spirit. And in Matthew 5, 13 and 14, I am the salt and light of the world. 1 Corinthians 3, 16, I am God's temple. Philippians 4, 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Ephesians 3, 12, I may approach God with freedom and confidence. Ephesians 2, 6, I am seated with Christ in the heavenly realm. And Ephesians 2, 10, I am God's workmanship. You are created by God for God to have that right relationship. The enemy has come in, as it says in John 10, 10, to kill, steal, and destroy. But Christ has come that you may have life and have it abundantly. Choose life today. Choose to walk in victory today. See yourself as God sees you. Come boldly before his throne and ask and seek and you shall receive in the name of Jesus. I pray each of you today who are hearing this will have a supernatural love encounter with God that will change your life and rock your world for Christ. That you will see yourself as he truly sees you as the apple of his eye and that you lack no good thing in Jesus Christ. Be blessed today. And thanks for tuning in to Everyday Living with Dr. Trudy. You can always reach out to me at drtrudysimmons at gmail.com or find me at thechristianview.tv. I'd love to hear from you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Dr. Trudy Podcast. Learn more and get in touch with us at trudysimmons.net. That's trudysimmons.net. And help us to reach others with these encouraging messages of hope and inspiration by simply sharing them with your friends on your favorite social media platform. God bless, and thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you again soon, right here on the Dr. Trudy Podcast.